conversation with your girlfriend that was so good you wish it had been recorded? Think those conversations would be great to be able to share? Wondering if there's support or research for the recommendations your smart girlfriends give you about mental, spiritual, and physical health? This podcast was born to answer those kinds of questions. Hello, I'm Sherry Coleman-Collins, registered dietitian nutritionist, and here with me in the studio is my girlfriend, Dee Wilson. We're excited to have you joining us today for this edition of the Southern Fried Girlfriends podcast. Dee, how are you today? I am doing really well, Sherry. How are you? I'm awesome. <laughs> I am also super excited about the topic that we are going to talk about today. I want to share a little bit with our listeners about where my head was when I suggested this topic, plus a little confession. Is that okay? That's cool. Okay. So first, the confession. You're not going to believe it's this. It's good for the soul. <laughs> it's good. I don't love to exercise. And I don't know that I believe that. <laughs> I don't true. know that I believe that. I mean, I, you know, you, you look like you look like to exercise. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the benefits. Yeah. I love how it makes me feel after I exercise. Mm. And I definitely want to look better and look good. So I like that part of exercise. But I don't love the work involved in exercising. Gotcha. I do really love to move my body, though. Right. Yeah. So I like to, I like the way my muscles feel when they're moving. I even like the way that they feel if they're being a little challenge. Um, but I don't like, I don't like the structure and maybe I don't love the expectations around exercise. Are you a rebel with exercise? I might, I might be. I might, that might be where I'm like a little bit rebellious. I don't know. But recently, um, I, I started thinking about this idea um, because I, so I have a four-year-old. Most of our listeners might know that. And um, I saw a four-year-old and, you know, we were stuck in the house recently because the weather was cold and it was uncomfortable and we couldn't get outside. And, you know, he was kind of itching to move and I was kind of itching to move. And I started thinking about um, how they approach movement at his school and they have a class for him called creative movement so is that just you know we're all going to roll on the floor right now what what is that I think I it can think be I've heard that before I think it can be any of that I think it can be I think that it can be a lot of different kinds of things but it's not called exercise for four-year-olds okay. <laughs> and that was kind of where my brain went I was just thinking about how can I reframe exercise as creative movement or how can I incorporate creative movement as part of my exercise. I don't know. So I thought this would be a fun topic. And, and I, so I want to know what you think when you hear, when you hear the term creative movement, you think rolling on the floor? <laughs> well, I did. When you said creative movement, I thought, okay, they, they just tell them to roll on the floor or, you know, throw your arms in the air. And that that's all we're doing right now. Oh my goodness. So, um, but to think of, I think about, so I took dance for 13 years, um, was going to major in dance um, when I went away to college, but my dad said he would not pay for that, so I did not. <laughs> oh. um, but dance is just something that I always did. And now, as a woman of a certain age, I recognize that that was exercise, mm -hmm. but I, I mm -hmm. never thought of it that way. It was, this is my practice, this is what I'm doing in order to get better um, at dancing. So. I kind of see dancing as creative movement. Yeah, and I totally think it is. I absolutely think it is. And that's something that I've um, even pulled some data about. So I think we'll have some fun thinking about dance as creative movement. Awesome. I think, I think you know, when I think about 
exercise. I, I always think about it sort of in a bigger picture, though. I'm sort of exercise versus physical activity. That's always kind of how my brain has thought about exercise versus physical activity. And I will say I'm not a trainer. I'm not, you know, I'm not a physical therapist, but I've I've often thought maybe because I'm not such a big fan of exercise necessarily, I've always thought about physical activity. But I think so even, when you say physical activity, are you talking just, oh, I'm running errands or are you talking about something that's intentionally physical? Yeah, I'm I thinking what would be the difference between those? Two <laughs> I think we're probably I think you're I think for me, when I think about physical activity, I'm thinking about like parking further from the from the door, you gotcha. know, walking walking up the stairs instead of taking the elevator, mm. incorporating more movement, um, physical movement during the day. So I think like you know, instead of sending an email to the person who works down the all you know down the hall, go down the hall and talk to that person instead. So get up, move to the you know other side of your office and talk to someone, and then come back. And that so that's definitely something that I've always considered is like I need to incorporate physical activity into my day and we do need to do that but I think creative movement is a way we can think about physical activity and exercise and just moving our body in a different way that might open up a whole new way of thinking about physical activity and so I'm thinking with creative movement is it more something that's going to get your heart rate up I don't know. Or, or it can be anything. I can't. I, I think that I think that's the question. Right. Okay. So to me, when I think about this idea of creative movement, I the way that I was thinking about it was, OK, what does it mean for a four year old and how can that translate for this 40 year old? OK, mm -hmm. so creative movement to my son is probably dancing, but it might also be hopping and skipping and it might be uh, it might be walking backwards. We do that a lot. <laughs> it might be cartwheels. It might be rolling on the floor, you know, doing some of those silly movements on the floor. I think the I think the thing cartwheels are cardio though. Aren't they? <laughs> Absolutely. I think you know, I think what might differentiate creative movement from physical activity or exercise is the fun factor. Okay. I think if it's fun, if it's silly, if it makes you smile and laugh. To me, that, that might be creative movement. I can count that as creative movement. Well, see, when I lift weights, I do smile. So is that creative <laughs> movement for me? Like, I love that sure. as an exercise. I don't enjoy running. Uh-huh. So, no, I wouldn't do that. But because I enjoy weightlifting, that would that count as creative movement? I don't know. I think you can choose. I, I think, yeah. to me, that sounds like exercise, but that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> but, that's you know, how you frame that. Exactly. <laughs> but I think, you know, I think for, I think, so, so a word about exercise, I would say, like, I don't love exercise, but I like some exercise much more than others, right? Mm -hmm. I really like being on the treadmill at a nice clip. I like, um, I like going up steep inclines, whether that's, you know, on a treadmill or not. I enjoy the like the way that makes my body feel. I don't think of that as creative movement though, because it's not something that's going to make me laugh. Gotcha. Like I like the challenge of that. I like the mm. way that feels challenging my body. Okay. So maybe I don't hate exercise, but I, but I, but I, I think that, <laughs> <laughs> I think that creative, the, the, the benefit of creative movement is again, that incorporating some joy into the movement that's maybe different than we might experience when we're exercising or when we're just getting yeah. some physical activity in absolutely I with that I think about dance because that absolutely 
fills me with joy when yeah. I move that way. So another good example I think for me is like roller skating. Roller skating to me is like neither exercise nor physical activity. Oh my God. Can you remember that feeling, especially if the rink wasn't crowded and you're just like zipping along? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I got you. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> this is something my four-year-old's just discovering. He's got his first set of roller skates and oh, that kid, he is in joy. He's having so much fun learning to roller skate. So oh, awesome. Yeah. Creative movement, creative movement. Okay. So. Let's think about like what might be some benefits of incorporating creative movement along with exercise and physical activity. I'm not knocking those and we need to do those because you do have to get your heart rate up. You do, I mean, in order to reap the benefits of exercise, there does need to be a certain amount of challenge and work involved. But in addition to those, like thinking about the creative movement and incorporating that, what are some of the benefits of doing that? Mm -hmm. Um, I think, you know, it develops a good habit for you and for your family, and it, it, it infuses your day with some surprising joy. You know, oh, another fun thing that we do is creative movement in our house is dance parties. We have little mini dance parties. <laughs> Usually about time, the time I start to cook dinner because then, you know, everybody's starting to get hungry and a little cranky. We need to, I need to like, you know, get a little bit like 15, 20, 30 minutes of joy back into the, into the evening before the meltdown happens, before dinner's ready. Let's get some endorphins <laughs> exactly, going. Exactly, exactly. So we'll crank up the radio. your mind off the fact that you're hungry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we'll turn on some fun music. Like, you know, I've got a Pandora station called Prince. Because, um, you know, I love him. And, um, love Prince. So we'll put on a little, you know, raspberry beret and dance around the kitchen, you know. <laughs> and that, that's, that's creative movement. It's dance. It's fun. And I think that's the other benefit that you get from incorporating creative movement into your day is it's fun. It's fun. It makes you feel good, you know. So it can, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to get rid of depression, but it could fight the blues maybe a bit, you know. Well, absolutely. I do that at work, you know, um, a couple times during the day I get, I feel like, like my bones have kind of settled into my chair and I feel stiff and I feel foggy cause I've been focused so long. Um, and if I can just get outside, I'll go and walk around the parking garage and just that fresh air and being away from my desk, it really, really does change my mood. Mm -hmm. And I'm a different person when I walk back in the door 15 minutes later and mm -hmm. I'm ready to go back to work. Do you, do you walk silly while you're doing it? Do you <laughs> skip? <laughs> I'm doing it on Monday. <laughs> oh my God. The security people in our building are going to think I've lost it. I'm doing it. I can't I'm wait. I'm skipping. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I love that. <laughs> I think, I think the other thing is, you know, there really can be some physical benefit to, from this, you know, so, yeah. so it's not, I think, I think I'm making light of it because I want it to be fun because I think it can be and it should be. And to me, that's like my motivation for doing it, but it also can probably strengthen your muscles. It can strengthen your bones to be doing these skipping, jumping, hopping, roller skating, rolling, you know, challenging your flexibility. All of those things um, are definitely going to have some physical benefits if you're doing it regularly. Yeah, I think about, you know, when children are little and they're just learning to walk and the things that they do uh, as they're crawling that are preparing them to be able to walk, all of those movements are strengthening their muscles. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't see how this could be any different. Yeah.
Yeah, and so that so that actually leads me to thinking about what does the research say? And there's there's a lot of research out there around dance and creative movement, if you want to make it that broad, and the health benefits. And there were some a couple, a couple of interesting studies that I found um, that I thought, wow, this is this is something that is specific to a population, right? So it was it was some studies that were done with specific groups of people, but what if that benefit? stretches out to other people, and I think it probably does. The first one was a study that looked at um, individuals with Parkinson's disease, and this group of people were randomized to two groups. One was a group of people that danced on their own without a partner, and the other was a group that danced with a partner, so they were doing the tango. And um, very, you know, the tango is a very structured dance, right? It's very, it's two people moving very much in sync together. And it was really, it was, the study was interesting to read about, and what they found was that in both groups, both groups of people who had incorporated dance, and these were individuals with Parkinson's disease, um, found benefit to their balance and their gait which are two physical things that are impacted for people who have Parkinson's. And that's important because obviously the more advanced the disease gets, the more chance there is for falling and for injury because of this, these effects physically that happen. Right. But dance improved that in both of the groups, right? So dancing alone or dancing with a partner both improved. But the ones who danced with a partner also experienced a bump up in joy and in, in mood. They experienced a less depression, which I think is such a, that's such a wonderful example of, again, thinking about who are we? Southern Fried Girlfriends mm -hmm. podcast, right? This this um, connectedness of us together. Yeah, I was just about to ask, yeah. like, was it because of the connectedness with the partner? Um, did they kind of tease out whether or not it was because just during the time that they were dancing together, were they kind of continuing the relationship or friendship outside of the study? I don't. They did. I don't. They, there wasn't a lot of detail on that, so okay. I don't think that was what the study was meant to meant to study it was just what they it's an additional finding um but yeah that would be really interesting to know like how long lasting but even if it was short right even if it was just during the time they were dancing together isn't that wonderful a wonderful reason to do it Absolutely. you know so i think that speaks to like the idea of creative movement or dance or whatever fun things we're doing doing them alone but then also doing them with another person you right. know you're going to benefit either way but you know how do we add benefit and that's by doing it with other people, you know, not doing it alone. Man, I want to take a tango class now, actually. <laughs> the other study that I found that I thought was really encouraging was about children and how um, physical movement, and in many cases it was you know, quite creative kinds of movement, um, help them learn in, you know, during their educational day, right? So, you know, Anybody who's been in a long meeting or a long series of meetings as an adult knows what happens, right? Your mind starts to wander, your body starts to get stiff, you know, you, you start to think about other things except for what you're supposed to be thinking about, right? right? We, <laughs> we think about the to-do list from home instead of the to-do list in the meeting. And I think the same thing happens to kids, right? Absolutely. Sitting too long is not good. Well, you know, I have two children who have ADHD, and so it, they cannot sit for long periods of time, um, especially with my youngest son who is homeschooled. What we found when we first started homeschooling him in eighth grade was that we put a pull-up bar in the doorframe of his bedroom and he would work for like 15 minutes and get up and he'd do pull-ups. I mean, his arms are amazing. Um, <laughs> and then like go back to work, but he just could not, could not sit 
you know, in front of the computer and do the work for, you know, the hour and a half that was allotted for that particular class. I mean, it worked very well for him. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, incorporating these mini breaks into our lives, mm -hmm. especially if we have a sedentary lifestyle, right, or we have a sedentary job or we have a job that requires intense concentration, you know, those kinds of things can be can be very difficult on our body and on our mind. And um, so this study was about kids and it was specifically um, they found particular benefit with kids who are just like yours, oh, okay. you know, and kids that have ADD, ADHD. They found this additional benefit, but it benefited all of the children. And I think that's something that will benefit adults, too. And we don't incorporate that as adults. You know, we kind of think we've got to, you know, head down, you know, nose to the grindstone. That's how we have to function. And I just don't think that's how we're meant to function. I think that, you know, incorporating this creative movement. So, you know, if you ever see me, like, doing weird things in my office, it's probably because I'm just incorporating some creative movement. I'm also going <laughs> to moonwalk through the kitchen on Monday. I just decided that. Love it's it. done. I have to teach it. myself how to moonwalk first, but. It's done. <laughs> I can teach you that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, so definitely, I guess at the end of the day, you know, what we know is that creative movement is not just for four-year-olds. It is not just something that is, um, is silly and fun. It's also something that can actually have some real quantifiable health benefits. Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, um, that's all we have today, and I just want to say thanks so much for listening. Thanks, Dee, for joining me and for chiming in and sharing your experiences. And we'll be looking forward to seeing you guys um, on the next podcast. But before we go, we have to ask the question of the day, the question we end every show with. Dee, what is the one thing you're going to do to be healthier today? So I found this, well, I've seen them all over Instagram, and I bought one last weekend to do this weekend. These masks that you put on, they, like, look like panda bears or whatever, but it's supposed to be, like, really hydrating. Oh! So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go do a mask. <laughs> so you're talking about a facial mask. Yes, a facial okay. mask. You're oh. like, where are you going? <laughs> so we have, like, you know, so just to give you some back. So, again, a four-year-old, mom of a four-year-old. We have, like, Darth Vader masks in my house. We have Spider-Man masks in my house. Right, you're looking at me like, girl, what are you going home to do? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, I what I'm going to do today is, um, is to do some weight training. So I hate exercise, but I also am, you know, 40-something, and I know that I got to <laughs> I got to fight gravity. So I have started incorporating weight training and I'm going to do it again today for the second time this week. So great. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us today. We're so happy to have you with us and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next edition of the Southern Fried Girlfriends podcast. Bye y'all. Hey girls, this is Sherry again. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the show. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe and take a minute to write a review. It really helps other people find the show. And if you enjoy the content, share it with your favorite girlfriends. Dee and I want this to be an opportunity for you to be part of the conversation. So we're adding an Ask the Dietitian feature. To do that, we need your questions. Please send those to us at southernfriedgirlfriends at gmail.com. I can't wait to hear your questions and comments. Thanks again for being part of this journey with us. 